Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. The pigs try to get at you. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Yes, 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 people. When don't we drop it like it's hot? Yes, it's how we do, baby. It's Wednesday, which means. It's another episode of Echoes from the Goddamn Void. Woo. Oh man, people, people, people. Um, there's so much weird, weird, crazy stuff that gets put in the news, right? And stuff that makes you go, wait, did that really need to be said? Like, what's going on here? Like, I've, I've seen this article about, um, you know, Jamie Foxx, he lost his sister, right? Which is, yeah, obviously, that's some sad shit. And the piece is like, um, Jamie, Jamie Foxx's heart shattered after sister's death. Be like... Yeah, that didn't really need to be said. You know, I I kind of feel that everyone is gonna figure that. Everyone's gonna assume it. And even if it isn't, even if he hated her, right? Then um, yo, he's allowed to, you know. Iterate that in his own space and his own time, but it's so weird. Now, like someone dies, someone's family member dies, and it's just like um, you know, they, they write a news piece and it's like, oh, yeah, Thingy says that they're really upset. Like, like what? What? No one thought any anything else. No one was thinking. Oh, I bet they're real chuffed. Bet they're super happy right now. It, it it's just mind blowing, mind blowing. Uh, there's also this piece. Um, actually, there's a couple of pieces around sex, right? So, Lily Allen. You know, I think most people probably know who Lily Allen is. She she used to sing. I don't think she sings anymore, right? I think she retired, but she's the daughter of Keith Allen, who I think he was in some big rock group back in the day. Something like that. I don't know. You know, I know it was some sort of, it was some music I didn't listen to. But yeah, her dad's famous. She got famous because her dad's famous. She sang a few songs, which were, you know, people liked them. But, uh, yeah, she came out recently and she's been talking about female masturbation, right? And it's one of those things, right, that you get certain topics and then, like, they'll they'll speak to one person about it and the person will be like, oh, yeah. It's great. Like, no one ever talks about this. I can't believe no one talks about it. And you're just like, wait, what? Like, I don't know where the fuck you, you know what I mean? You hang. But there's a gang of people talking about this shit. 
You know what I mean? This is it's it's not one of those things that people be like, oh, I need to stay quiet. I I I can't talk on that subject. No, there are so many like people online, you know, that I know are talking about um, you know what I mean? That subject, right? There's a gang of um, you know, just like. Influential, like talented women on Instagram, I see who uh, discuss this stuff. Like you know, Demi Sutra. I know she talks about it. Um, Jessica Graham. She talks about it. Like it, it, it is getting talked about, right now. Obviously, it, it's one of those things that yes, yeah, some people might still have a um, a weird. Thing about, but she's saying that you know it's a taboo subject. People don't talk about it, and if a woman does it, she's looked down upon, and people assume that you know, obviously she can't be in a relationship, and or she's a slut, you know, those sort of things, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, some people are gonna think that, but. Not everyone, right? I think we 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 moved in a direction where you know there's always going to be people that will consider something odd, consider something taboo. That's just a thing. But then there's a whole heap of other people that just don't, and then there's the other people that just don't care. You know what I mean? So you might be like, ah, yeah. So I just rub it and be like, all right, whatever. I don't really care. You know? So there's that. But it's like, um, a big thing that's never really mentioned in this kind of stuff. Girls. Right? Now, girls. Girls are sometimes the worst Thing in a lot of these conversations Whereas they will be Those catty motherfuckers That will be like Ugh, did you just hear What Jenny's been talking about Saying that she You know, touches herself God Ugh you know? And they're the ones that will come and start Like talking shit about A situation Which is often, um, yeah, weird Crazy, you know what I mean but, yeah, I just found it a little, like, yes, I think it's something that possibly could get talked about maybe more, but it is getting talked about, right? It is something that, you know, people do mention, and saying, oh, it's something that's not taught, but, I like, it was never a thing to talk about, you know, just masturbation in general. It's not, I like, sex education in school, it was never, um, okay, we're going to talk about boys wanking. Yep, okay, so, uh, imagine this. You know, no one does that. Like, that was never a thing. You know, like, the thing was, it's just like, you don't, or you go blind, Right? That was always, you know what I mean? So, hey, these conversations, 
you know, it's in, it's in both directions. It's, it's not talked about for men. It's not talked about for women. Right? Yes. It, like, talk about all of this shit. Right? I think it's definitely something that should get talked about. Should get discussed. Because it's not dirty. It's not evil. Well, I guess it depends how you do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> now... Another thing that I thought was interesting was um, this woman. I think she's a like a, a a yoga teacher, or well, no, a physical trainer. So she she does that shit, right? Now she was saying that you know porn has wrecked her life. You know, gave her bad body image, and it also um, you know. Set her weird expectations for sex. And I'm a bit like, eh, I think that's kind of on you, right? Especially, you know, but she's 25, right? I'm like, yo, you have crazy access to, to porn and sex and all of that shit. Like, back in the day, there was no, you know what I mean? To put on Twitter and see some tits, you know, see a, you know, a vagina, see a dick, that, that wasn't the thing, like, you, you might walk through the woods, and there's a, a copy of a magazine, or, you know, a page, you know, just sitting there in a tree, or a bush, you'd be like, what? You know what I mean? Or, like, sometimes you there'd be a ripped page, right? And so you see something, you'd be like, oh, what? I think that's a tit, right? Is that a tit? I think that's a tit. Huh. Okay. All right. Oh, fuck. Whew. All right. Oh, gosh. I'm feeling a little... <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's how it was back in the day. Like, you... You... you be like, oh, is there anything, you know, you get the, um, you know, like the catalogs come through, right, so there'd be the lingerie sections and shit like that, or, now, late at night, sometimes there'd be those programs on, and, you know, it, it's that soft porn bullshit, that they used to play, right, so you'd see, like, a flash of something, and be like, what was that, you know I mean, that's how it was, so, but n- now, there is so much shit out there, right, if you want to know something, you can Google that, and you will find it, right, you will find uh, an explanation, if you're not sure on a sex act, you can find you know, a load of different articles about how to do it, images, like, you know, is it a fake, like, anything you want to know, you will find it, so, yeah, I don't know about this, this, uh, you know, woman complaining about pornography and all of that shit, and also, right, and especially now, they're, like, there is so many different shapes and sizes in porn, 
hey, just go look at fucking OnlyFans, you know what I mean, at the, just the shit show that you can see there, so it's just like, come on, you know, it is a little bit on you, right, because I think no one, yeah, well, let, let me just, um, yeah, I'll change this shit, because yes, when you're a little kid and you see porn and you think, okay, is that how it works? Like, I'm not quite, where is he putting it? Okay, that's what you're meant to do. All right, okay, okay. But then when you actually get down to the shit, you kind of realize, okay, this is nothing like porn. This is nothing like the movies, right? You work that shit out pretty quickly. And if you don't, maybe that's because you're a little touched. You know what I mean? But, yeah, you you work that shit out. You realize. And if you're not asking questions, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Some of these things are on us. Right, you can say, oh, I never knew that, you know, my partner didn't, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's just like, well, you're meant to ask, right? If, if you ever ask the question, hey, do you like this? Is this working? Are you feeling aroused? Are you feeling haunted? Like, if, if you're not saying certain shit, then you're, yeah, you're not going to get good results, but to, you know what I mean, to say, oh, it's all porn's fault, no, they, it's just, that's you, and you're looking for the scapegoat, and porn is always the easy, you know what I mean, the easy scapegoat, the easy thing to point to and go, it's evil, ugh, all of these people doing this bit, yeah, now, listen, yes, there's gonna be some evil porn, and when I say evil porn, I'm like, People taking advantage of people. But you'll find that in anything. Right? There's going to be a bad side to it. But there's also ethical porn. Right? People doing it because, yeah, they want to do it. They enjoy it. So, um, mm, yeah, I kind of find it a little bit of a, a weird thing. Weird thing. You know? But she's saying that it should be taught in schools. And I'm just like, mm, probably not. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's a bit weird. But better sex education, yeah. That, that should definitely be a thing, right? And not just sex education, but, you know, that the understanding of, hey, everyone's going to be different. You know, so you should talk about kink. Right? You should talk about that. Be like, yo, some people are gonna like feet. Some people are gonna like I don't know, wearing certain clothes. Some more people are gonna like getting spanked. They do you mean let people understand the oh I like to be dominated. Is that weird? Be like, no, that's not weird. Right? That's what should be taught. That kind of thing. Right? This understanding of, you know, 
it's not one box fits all. Well, I mean, depends. Depends, right? If she mad loose, then yeah, you're going to fit everyone. <laughs> so joke, motherfuckers, calm the fuck down. Okay? But yeah, that's things like that should be taught about, right? Stuff like, um, hey, just because someone says doesn't mean you have to do it, right? And if you change your mind, that's fine, okay? Like, a no is a no. So these are the things that should be taught, not porn is bad. Like, that's just retarded. That's some dumb shit. But open conversations, A, always a good thing, right? Always a good thing. But, um, yes. Alright, people. Well, let's, um, let's get into some other shit, right? Because there's a lot happening, right? So, um, yeah. Let's break into today's episode. Alright, I, I, I find it very fucking odd when, um... Like, the news keeps on doing these weird reports and making claims that they can't back up, right? So, um, I don't know. The BBC have got some doctors in Bradford to do these uh, doctor diaries. And um, supposedly COVID has, you know, run through a certain area of um of Bradford, right? Parkside. And um they are saying, oh, it's because you know the government did this eat out to hate eat out to help out scheme where a lot of restaurants kind of signed up and if you ate at these places I think it was like midweek like Monday to Thursday or Monday to Wednesday, something like that. If you ate at these restaurants, though, you you, uh, you would get, um, I think it was like 50% off your bill, and the restaurants would then get the rest of that. So the 50% that you saved, they would make that up through the government. Right, so it's I think it's a way to try and keep restaurants open and that kind of thing, and they're blaming that for the spread. Which then you know then this dog is like um, but I you know I have no proof of this, so it's just like well, why say it? Right, it, it seems an ignorant thing to do and just not helpful, right? And they um. Are talking to people, you know, there's a family where um, I think they've lost a few members because of all of this. And so they're speaking to the son, right? And he's like, <laughs> they've got a quote for it. And it was like, I was good at science and I have a degree in science, but I didn't take COVID seriously at the beginning. And it's just like, but what does that mean? I was good at science. There are different, you know, 
Science isn't just one thing, it is split, (laughs) especially at school, you do physics, chemistry or biology, right, so, you know, (laughs) it's just like, saying I was good at science doesn't really mean anything, and doesn't mean that because you did a science degree, you'll have any inclination to what fucking COVID is, right? So that's just that. Like, it's a weird thing to include, right? But, you know, I think the thing with it is, he's saying, you know, he, his dad, his uncle, they died. But they're in their 60s. You know what I'm saying? And I think the big thing is, it's not so much a, you know, a scheme from the government to try and keep restaurants open. What the issue is, is people doing stupid things. And and I think this is where it all, you know, culminates. Because, look, should everything be locked down? Ah. Not really, right? You you have to go with people's common sense, and yes, some people have no common sense, but that's on them. You know, because look, everyone knows. I think now there's a lot of information that isn't getting put out, but we know that it's affecting the old people. The worst, and then also people with autoimmune deficiencies, or that have other ailments. You know, I mean, and other ailments could be fucking heart conditions, diabetes, just other things like that. So, if you have anything like that, you don't go out, right? And if you're old, don't go out. But these people went out. It's that they're also saying that you know a uh, uh, a guy that oh what do you, would you call it who runs the mosque, um, I don't know. But the guy that you know ran the mosque in that community, he died, and you're just like, well, yeah, of course he did. Right, because this is another thing that was happening. Everyone's still going to fucking churches or mosques or synagogues. And you're just like, that's another way in which people are contracting. Because they're, you know, all together in a small fucking space. And usually the people that are running these things are old. So if you're going to do crazy shit... You're going to get ill, and you might die. It's as simple as that, right? It's as simple as that. But to go, oh, it's the fault of a scheme to try and help businesses, that's fucking moronic, right? Everyone, everyone has, you know, a, 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 Fucking, um, god damn it. Ah, can't think of the words today. But listen, we all have a responsibility, right? 
we all know within ourselves, we're like, oh, am I, am I susceptible to illnesses? Do I get ill a lot? You know? Okay, yes, I do. Right. I should probably stay at home. Or, you know, if I go out, I'm just going for a walk. And I'm not going to mingle with people. If you don't, right? If you want to fucking run the gauntlet, then that's on you. But you can't cry if the gauntlet catches up with you, right? That's it. It's as simple as that. And listen, we also know a lot of these community, they have the house parties and they're meeting up. But this is the problem. If you do all of that shit, you will, you know, potentially get ill. Right? So, hey, there's shit we can do to mitigate, you know, vitamin C, zinc, all of that. Just, you know, eat healthy. Try and exercise. You know, it's all helpful. Build, It's building the immune system. So, hey, let's not. Try and pass the buck Right Don't try and pass the buck Like these things are simple Like what did you do Where did you go If if you're in That's it Look one of my friends She won't go on public transport And yo You're in If you don't feel comfortable Then you don't do it so that's sensible. She doesn't feel comfortable. She doesn't use it. You have to think like that. And if you don't, it's on you, baby. It's on you. Okay, so I thought this was interesting. And it was also something that I'm just like, wait, they hadn't done this yet? You know, that thing that always catches you off guard When you hear about a certain law Or a policy And you're like Wait That's only just come in I thought that was always a thing What? Well Yeah today Comic relief Okay So Comic relief Hmm They're an irritating charity I mean a lot of charities are irritating. Let's be, uh, you yeah, know, let's be honest, right? But this one, it was started in 1985 by uh, Richard Curtis, who um, I, I, most people probably will know. You know, he's behind things like Love Actually and, you know, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Richard Curtis, right? And comedian Lenny Henry. So they they created this charity so Like it was meant to be in response to uh, You know, just the famines in Ethiopia Right, so it was raising money through comedy and stuff like that And so they it went on TV And it's, you know, these fundraising telephones And blah, 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 blah But, oh, you know to help get their message across, they would always send a Z-level personality to uh, Africa, and they'd have them, you know, 
holding up sick children and going to, you know, huts and being like, oh, look at the, look at the poor people and we must help these people. Just all of this shit, right? When you, firstly, these fucking celebrities, they don't do this charity work for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when they're asking you to give money, like, they're getting paid to do all of that, which is just baffling. The whole model is baffling. But these videos, these little featurettes which were always created, they're terrible. They are horrendous, right, and, um, so, it's just come out, right, that they have created a new policy where they're gonna stop sending celebrities to, Af- to Africa, right, which is something that you're like, wait, you've, you've just decided this shit, Wait, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I thought this was something that you had finally clocked onto at least last year. Like, at least last year, you'd have thought. But no, no, they haven't. They've only just fucking done it. And um, the weird thing about it is, you know, hearing people talk about this shit, right, so, Lenny Henry, who, you know, as I said, co-founded the whole fucking thing, right, he came out and said, oh, it's a huge move, it's a huge, yeah, okay, Uh, and he said, I think it's about time, you know, and it's not to say that the films that have been made in the past weren't extraordinary and didn't have a huge effort you know, a huge impact, okay, right, but it's time for young black and brown filmmakers to take charge and have their say, you know, tell their story, it's just, what the fuck is wrong with you, what's, what's wrong with you, you know, like he also said, there are other ways to elicit sympathy, and maybe we've been pushing on the same button for too long. I'm just like, the it, it was terrible. It, all that shit was in bad taste, like extremely bad taste. The videos and everything were always mocked. Right now. It probably depends on what circles you are in to uh, if you're hearing that mockery. Because as we've seen, these tone deaf, dumbass celebrities, you know, want to get around saying imagine or, you know, the other videos of um, you must go and vote. Right. You must go and vote. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no one's going to watch that and go, you know what? You're right. I wasn't going to. I was not going. I was going to sit home, um, eat Doritos, and watch, you know, keep it up with the Cassadians. But because you said that, hey, I'm going to go vote. Thanks. Ugh. 
And have you noticed, right? We when they say you must go vote, you know what they actually mean. But they're too chicken shit to just say it. Just come out and say it. Right? It, it it's weird. It's so fucking weird, this bullshit kind of culture that you know people wanna gravitate to. But yeah. Right? So if you're in those circles, I'm sure they're patting themselves on the like that was a tremendous a feature that you did in Africa last year. Oh, it was great. Oh, no. Fa- oh, I was just trying to make mine as good as yours was the previous year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah those motherfuckers, yeah, they didn't get it. But a lot of other people, they, they saw how condescending and bullshit all of this stuff was. So for Lenny to um, not just admit that shit, Right, not just to go, you know what, what we try to do, yeah, if he had just come out and said, listen, we wanted to make people feel, you know, sorry, we wanted them to make them feel sad, so that we could try and make as much money as possible, you know, we figured if we showed a different side of things, if we gave, you know, local filmmakers the opportunity to tell a different kind of story, we weren't sure if it was going to be as impactful, so we, um, yeah, we did this shit for way too long, way, you know, I feel embarrassed about it, (sighs) but, you know, we're, we're turning a corner, okay, we're taking new steps, and we're letting, you know, the people who actually live there tell the fucking story, something we should have been doing from the beginning, so, um, you know, what, what was done in the past, hey, we can't, you know, we can't turn back the clock, we can't stop it, but we're doing new shit, so, yeah, boom, if he said that, but, yeah, right on, you know, but to to tell these fucking lies, that's the joke. That's the issue, man. Because you were there, you founded the shit. So you could have had, you know, local black talent making this stuff and making some money from it. Because you're paying all these fucking celebrities. You could have been giving that money to the locals and let them do their thing. But no, you, you, and now you try and go, oh yeah, we, you know, oh, we made this, this, fuck off, Ay, so fucking embarrassing, it really is, it's fucking terrible man, but yeah, so finally, they're going to stop with the bullshit, stop with the whole, you know, white person as saving all of those ignorant black people. <laughs> you know what I mean? No more gangsters fucking paradise and all of that. So at least that is something. Something at least. But yeah, it's just laughable that it took them so fucking long. I mean, Ricky Gervais, he made a hilarious a hilarious video just poking fun at all of this shit, 
Man, that video must be at least five years old. I think it's probably older, maybe 10 years. I forget if it if it was part of extras or something like that, or if it was just a standalone thing. But if you haven't seen it, people, go check it out, because it is great. Because basically, he plays up the whole situation, right? So he, he's sitting in a hut, talking, uh, you know, giving this big speech to the camera and then it's on a kid who's hungry and ill and all of this and you're looking at it going okay oh no they got you as well and then you just hear something like cut I think it was Steve Merchant and it's like cut and it's all green screen (laughs) and yeah it's all just a you know like, and they just make fun of the whole thing. Be like, oh, I think we tugged on their heartstrings. And then the, this African kid is just like, right, give me my money. <laughs> and then we just see him getting into a, a Benz or something. And drive. It's just, it's jokes. It's jokes. Right? So, but that's the thing. That's why these fucking statements that they're making is bullshit. Because... Back then, Gervais, he's just like, yo, these videos are ridiculous. What are we doing? So that the whole, oh, yeah, we've, we've, we've made a huge move. It's just like, no, you were late to the fucking party because you're a bunch of pandering cunts. But, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Maybe went a little hard in the paint there, people, but fuck. This shit is just irritating. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. New things. But unfortunately, we still have to then put up with just comic relief as a whole. But uh, yeah, there you go, people. There you go. Alright, well, this is just... Whoa. Alright, so... um. Down there in Miami, shit is getting crazy. So there's a crash, right? There's an accident on the uh, Florida highway. The police come because, you know, there's a collision. There's a crash. They towed the car, right? They towed the car to a, uh, a, a, you know, a different location, and then they um, they get suspicious. They pop the trunk and they find a dead body in there. What the fuck? It's insane. And so this is the deal, right? It is sadly, it's the um, it was a a Brian Trotter. A.K.A. Kent won't stop, and uh, he was. Ki- it looks like he was killed by uh, his best friend. Right, just like what? You know, they autopsied it. The body said it was shot multiple times, which is just boy. No, like, there's no word on why, you know, 
Now, you, you kind of think there must be a big reason why you shot your fucking friend multiple times. Right? Supposedly, he's, um, his family reported him missing on the 17th of October. Because I think they said that they saw some worrying posts on Facebook alluding that he might be owing some large amounts of money. So, yeah, they reported him missing. And, you know, it was only at that time, you know, with the, with the crash and all, that then they, you know... Realise what happened But I don't think anyone had Seen him or or heard from him You know, heard anything Up until then So, yeah You kind of think What was this dude Like, supposed friend What's he doing? You know what I mean? What the fuck is he doing? Right? There's it says the body was showing advanced stages of decomposition. So you're assuming that he's been dead for a minute, right? Because I think advanced stages, that's probably, you know, someone's been dead for about a week or so. You know what I mean? And as it's cold out, right, it's not hot. We're not in the summer So I think in the summer You could possibly with the heat And everything like that I think decomposition Might happen quicker But it's cold And You know that's why You know people find fossils and shit like that You know in the You know colder regions Because Hey the cold helps Preserve shit so, yeah, he must have been dead for possibly at least a week, you know? Now, I, I, obviously, I am not, <laughs> I am not a medical doctor, so I do not know. <laughs> but that's, that's all I'm kind of deducing from all the, uh, you know, episodes of Poro and whatnot that I've uh, seen through the years. But, yeah, you've killed your friend, right? You've killed your best friend. So, why you still got the fucking body? Because this is the thing, right? If that's your buddy, everyone's going to be like, Oh, have you seen Brian? Yo, like, weren't you with Brian, you know, on the 16th? Like, didn't we see you and Brian? Like, there's that association people will put with you. So, you like, anyone with any sense would want to get rid of that body ASAP. You know what I mean? Only makes sense, right? And I think, listen, obviously... People, like, not everyone knows how to dispose of a body hey, let, let me be clear, I don't know how to dispose of a body But if I needed to know how to dispose of a body I'm sure I could find that information Right? And, 
let's 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 think about it. There are so many fucking TV shows that are crazy, right? So things like Dexter, you know, just all of that shit, where people are getting killed and you know got rid of, right? You could watch. Countless films, Casino, Goodfellas, Godfather, which will have all of that shit in, right? <laughs> you know, there's so many narcos. I'm imagining will show all of that kind of stuff. So th- there's ways of just inklings of stuff. So wrapping a dead body. In I think he's he was wrapped in carpet. You'd kind of think that. All right, I probably wanna at least something with a seal, some plastic or something, right? Something to hide the smell as well. There's even though yeah, it's not crazy hot out. There's still a funk. You know what I mean? There's still gonna be a funk. And also, you don't want traces in your fucking car. Right? Skin, blood, bodily fluids, all of that jazz. <laughs> There's, we've seen other shows, right? Where they'd be like, um, you know, even hacky shit like CSI. And you'd be like, hold on. What's that? Hmm. Hey, bag it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Back in the lab. What have you found? Well, it looks like these are hair samples. And under the 6.85 microscope, we deduce that this is. You know I mean? So you'd want to make sure that there's none of that shit. Right? Just seems logical. Because, hey... My man's been missing since the 17th. So this this isn't just a, he was killed one day and caught the next. So there's been time, right? So even if it wasn't a premedicated, premeditated, premeditate, premedicate, premeditated murder, right? There's been time to go, oh shit, I need to do something, right? So you'd think... You would think. Now you're transporting in your car? Uh-uh. I ain't doing that shit. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Steal a car, borrow a car, rent a car under a false name. Just something, but not my fucking car. Then, if I get into a crash, I am not staying in that fucking car. There's no way Because you'd think Okay They might go um, You know They might ask me to pop the boot Right Because they might go Oh Yo Pop the boot And we'll get the uh, I don't know The cranky thing That Makes the car rise up a bit You know what I mean The thingy thing That you go burp, 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 burp. You know, So you can change a tyre I I have no I don't know what this shit I don't have a car people I don't know what this shit is called but like, yeah there's all of that kind of crazy crazy like you can think of many reasons why they might say oh can you pop the trunk for us and that's with 
without them seeing flies buzzing around, and it says they smelt rotting flesh, which I, I wonder if that's a thing, right? Can you notice? Is it a smell that this is definitely things that will reek, right? But um, yeah, I don't know if I would be like, hmm. I think that's rotting That's rotting flesh. You know, I don't know. But hey, a cop. Yeah, I guess a cop should know, right? I wonder if that's in training though. You know, they'll they'll have you be. You know, like at those fucking um. You know, those weird game things girls do at uh, bridal showers and shit Where they smell nappies and bullshit I wonder if that's what happened at a police academy They'd be like, okay, smell that And be like, that's sick That's homeless sick Right, that, that's defecation That, yep, that's body Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I wonder I wonder Anyway, anyway, anyway But, um, yeah so, uh, you know what I mean? You'd think that you try and mask that smell. There's so many things. But I'm not sitting around waiting for the fucking police. But, you know what I mean? Because end of the day, right? You're driving your car. <laughs> so, I, yeah, it's dumb. It's some dumb shit. But, fuck. You know what I mean? So he's getting charged with um, second-degree murder and illegal transport of human remains. So, uh, yeah. Now, I wonder why second-degree murder, right? Because, um, let's see, second-degree murder is when a person commits a felony crime and as a result causes death Without intent Differentiating it from first degree murder Someone found guilty faces a prison sentence of up to 40 years Hmm So I But if he's shot multiple times There's definitely intent there (laughs) You You know what I mean? Like a, a, A single You could be like a single shot You'd be like Yo, I, I shot him in the leg as a warning because, you know, I I didn't realize that I hit I would hit his blah blah vein and he'd bleed out. You know what I mean? So hey, that was not my intent. You could say that with one with a, a single shot, but multiple, like multiple shots, I'm kinda like Yeah, there was intent there. You know what I mean? There was definitely some sort of uh, tent. You feel me? But, um, yeah, that's what happened. But, ooh, god damn. That's some cold ass shit. Right? Some cold ass shit. So, um, you know, Trotter was 25. 25 years old. Man, as you know, it says he's an aspiring rapper. Um, yeah, like who? Hey, who knows how good he was? Um, you know, maybe he was just about to break through, you know, and, and do his thing. 
But fuck to get like, and it never makes any sense to get killed over money, right? Because how do you expect to get the money if the person owing the money is now dead? You know, that shit don't don't add up. But um yeah. I know, I'd imagine in the coming days more's gonna come out about this because yo that's some gnarly ass shit. And this um this supposed friend because yeah can't really be um a buddy you know this Robert Dupree Avery Coltrane it's a long ass name it's a long ass douchey name but uh, yeah uh, I think it, it, it probably will come out why the fuck he did this shit yo new you know what I mean he knew Trotter for, um, yeah, knew him for a while. Knew him for a while. It's just, ugh, some just nasty ass shit, man. But, uh, yeah, people, be careful of those supposed friends. You know what I mean? Okay, so this seems a little weird to me, right? And it it just kind of fits in with the pandering bullshit that's kind of happening right now. But Warner Brothers Television Group has signed an overall, you know, multi-year wide-ranging, you know, deal with... uh, I don't know, Patrice Cullors, you know, she's the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, and yeah, I'm a bit like, what, what the fuck is this shit? You know, supposedly the agreement encompasses scripted and unscripted series, long-form series, animated and kids programming as well as digital content here it says together warner brothers and colors will look to amplify the work of the black lives matters which colors started alongside alicia gaza and opal tomotti Back in 2013 And create more opportunities For prominent black storytelling Precise terms of deal Have not been disclosed Huh Yeah Okay um, Alright Colors has um, what is being said here? Well, Warner Brothers says this, right? Black voices, especially black voices who have been historically marginalized, are important and integral to today's storytelling. Our perspective and amplification is necessary. And 
vital to helping shape a new narrative for our families and communities. I'm committed to uplifting these stories in my new creative role with Warner Brothers family. Hmm. As a long-term community organiser and social justice activist, I believe that my work behind the camera will be an extension of the work I've been doing for the last 20 years. I look forward to amplifying the talent and voices of a black creatives through my work. Okay. Right? That's a... And... I find it kind of odd, right? Because it's like black voices, especially black voices that have historically been marginalised. And I'm like, but that's all black voices. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing there? What What the fuck are you... Do you know what I mean? There's no hierarchy in this shit. What are you saying? You know, that's so weird. And listen... I'm not against people from getting, you know what I mean, opportunities and stuff like that. But my 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 big thing with this is, wait, where's the experience? You know, like, where's the experience for this deal? It's just like, and she only got the deal because she's involved with Black Lives Matters. Because there are a of young black Not even young Right There's young old It doesn't really matter your age Because you like If you're trying to break into something You're trying to break into something Right But there's young old Middle aged You know there's just a whole heap of black men and women Trying To do a thing Right, making short films in in their spare time, trying to raise money to create something. There's a load of those people who have been struggling for years, trying, not getting the the, the chance. But then you give it to someone with no experience. That seems kind of fucked up, right? And. Let's be honest, does anyone really know the actual agenda for Black Lives Matter? Because I do not, right? Motherfuckers are running around saying defund the police. But that's it. There's no plan, right? It's not like with Everything that's been going on, that pe- you know, what I mean, you're hearing a listen. This is what we would like to change, and this is how we would like it to happen. You know, there is just, you know, defund, get rid of. That's it, right? So, if you know. In this period, there's no clear storytelling. How the fuck you gonna hand a motherfucker a whole heap of money to make shit, right? Because how is that gonna be any clearer? You know what I mean? I'm 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 just a little baffled by it. 
And again, listen, maybe she's got a, um, uh, you know, a background, like, you know, she went to film school or whatever, and she's been fine, but then say it in the fucking, you know what I mean, press release, right, but if it's just a motherfucker with nothing, that's fucked up, right, that's fucked up, Give the opportunity to the people that have been fucking working for it The people that have, you know, either gone to school to study Or have just been grinding in their spare time on the weekends You know, give those fucking people the opportunity Because they've actually been working towards it You know? Hey, if you want to do something with her, do it Fine, I ain't got an issue with that But giving an overall fucking deal Like, just seems a weird situation to me You know Just seems a little odd (laughs) Because, yeah Listen, if Warner Brothers Yo, there's gonna be like, listen We are actively looking to um, help people Bring people through. Boom. I'm down with that. But then again, you you got to spread the love around. Right? You've got to spread the love around. Because this is the issue. Everyone's been in this motherfucking echo chamber. Right? So we need to hear from a whole heap of people. So how about some, you know, native... I don't know, I don't know, like, every fucking word has been banned right now, but yeah, native Indians, right, how about them being able to tell stories, real stories, rather than the, you know, because listen, you we grew up watching westerns and stuff, but let's be honest, they were all pretty fucked up. You're pretty rude, pretty racist, right? So how about some actual native, you know, Americans being able to tell their stories? You know, how about that? How about giving them the opportunity? When you live in a land of immigrants, which is America, and, you know, it's a lot of countries, really, like, England doesn't actually have a, you know, a native English population, right? It's a mix of Danes and Welsh and French and just all manner of people. There's Germans, there's, yeah, a whole mix. So, but, so it's just like, let everyone be able to, um, you know, have the opportunity, you know, so you've got Indian um, immigrants, you've got, like, people from, you know, the Middle East, spread the deals, you know what I mean, spread the deals, because we we need, we need different voices, and we need clear messaging, right, so defund the police ain't clear, you feel me? I know, this is fucking weird.
right? All power to her. Like, yeah, she's making moves. Great. But what are you going to do with that shit? You know what I mean? That's what I want to know, man. Okay, so this blew my motherfucking mind, right? So in the Philippines, cockfighting is illegal. Which, you know, that seems fair, right? Because, yeah, not not the nicest of things, right? Definitely not the nicest. Well, listen, let me, um, yeah, let me backtrack on that a little. It's illegal during the coronavirus, Right, there is some weird situation where it is banned, but but if you have a licensed cockpit, you're allowed to do it on a Sunday or on a legal holiday, which I didn't know there were illegal holidays. I mean, like, what? Right, so a legal holiday or during a local fiesta Which lasts a maximum of three days Which kind of goes, right? With all of that, you kind of think, well, it's not illegal then Right? If you can do it during all of those situations and every Sunday, if you've got a legal pit, like, it's just like, well, it's not illegal. Like, what, what the fuck? What are you talking about? You haven't really banned it, right? Come on, let's be real about this shit. But anyways, so it is banned during the corona um, virus outbreak. But so the police stumbled upon some illegal fighting. So they went to break it up. But a police officer was killed by one of these fucking roosters that they used to fight. Now, this is the thing, because I'm like, how did that, like, did the rooster peck him? Or, like, like, what happened? Well, this is, this is what happened, people. So they put these razor blades on the roosters. I didn't even know that shit, right? I'm thinking that the roosters are just going at it because, hey, they've got talons. You know what I mean? These these evil little motherfuckers have got talons. They've got sharp-ass beaks. I'm thinking, well, that's enough. No. No, 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 no. They put these... Like switchblades on them Which kind of makes you think There ain't any rooster coming out of that shit alive If both have got these blades Both are getting fucked up Right? That ain't like ugh, That's some evil ass shit So when the police came in This rooster I don't know, it must have been scared or whatever, but it it sliced this guy on his thigh. And you're thinking, oh, well, it's a thigh, he should be fine. 
No, because it hit the femoral artery. So, yeah, my man bled out. Which, it, again, though, you kind of think, wait, don't the police have first aid kits? Because you would think that you, all right, if that gets struck, you need to, you know I mean, you need to do something real fast. Because, you know, unless the hospital is literally across the road, round the corner, you're fucked, right? But you're thinking, all right, if they put a tourniquet around the leg, you know, they, they, they're real tight, they can stop the blood flow, then he should have an opportunity to get it, you know, stitched. But, nope, time he got to hospital, he had bled out and died. Which is just, damn, right? It's fucked up. Now, right, so they spoke to the provisional police chief. And, um, yeah, he said, yeah, it's a piece of bad luck. It's a piece of bad luck? That's, no, it's fucked up, son. It's fucked up, right? He's like, oh, I could not believe it when when it was first reported to me. This is the first time in my 25 years as a policeman that I lost a man due to a fighting cock spur. Just like, ugh, to say it's just a piece of bad, oh, it's fucked up, man. Fucked up And you kind of feel that Yo, your police need to be better Fucking prepared Yo, they need like First aid tra- You'd think there'd be first aid training Because, you know, you could get Shot Stabbed You know By your thermal artery So you'd think That, yeah There'd be something to help out a motherfucker If that's where you've been uh, hit But no No, 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 no Oi How crazy is that? Right? Damn God damn Woo Okay I think, um, yeah That's a That's a weird ass story to tap out on, right? Yeah, let's fucking, um, let's go to some other shit, alright? Oh, gosh. Okay, people, so, this week's Chin Check, we, um, yeah, we look at the upcoming Halloween. Is it Halloween? The 31st of October? Is that Halloween? I have no clue. But anyway, this weekend's fight card which is headlined by Uriah Hall against Anderson Silva in potentially Silva's last ever fight. So, yeah, we break down that card. So once you're done with this, people, go check that shit out, right? Share it with your peoples. But before you do, let's finish off this fucking episode, all right? Okay, let's go. Okay, so this week, I was, you know, thinking, what should I watch? And then I remembered, 
But Chrysler has the cabin on Netflix. What better thing to, you know, ain't kick back with. So, yeah, I checked it out. And god damn. <laughs> this, like, I, I had no clue what to expect. I had no clue what to expect. And this. Oh, man. I was just in fucking stitches all the way through. It's hilarious. Only five episodes. You just wish it was a bit longer, to be honest with you. But I imagine five episodes is a good amount, right? Because you leave one in more and you're not tired with it. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so every episode, you know, opens with um, Bert giving basically a breakdown. It's in the intro, right, of what the show is. And, you know, if you get tired with it, you can skip that, right? So, um, basically, right, it, it starts off and you've just got Bert going, My name is Bert Chrysler. I'm a father, husband, a stand-up comedian, and I jam too much into my days. Right? So, he then has this idea of, um, you know, doing a, an eat, pray, love. Right? Going off to a cabin in the wilderness, relaxing, finding his inner chi, you know, just focusing on himself. Well, that's what he tells Leanne. <laughs> and then he gets there and then he tells her that he's invited his friends up instead. <laughs> so, yeah, each episode, you know, instead of having names like, you know, what I mean? well, they've got kind of titles of what he's hoping to achieve. So, the first episode is Mind, Body and Soul. And we've got Tom Segura and uh, Joey Diaz. And god damn. God damn. Yeah, this is some funny shit. This is some funny shit. Because we, we see them preparing food. Which was an emu. <laughs> Things that you might say, um, oh, let's cook up. Bert asked for an emu, and <laughs> we just see it how it arrives, and then what they need to do, right, to it. And they, in the end, they a, bu a proper butcher comes up, and he just looks at what he's like. You ruined it. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. And then they do some crystal therapy as uh, Joey Diaz arrives. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, so that was... And, and listen, we know that Bert and Tom just work well together. So that, that was a good episode to... Um, Kind of get it kicking off. And this is the thing, right? I don't think... Because, you know, what? Bert's got free specials on Netflix. I think. Free specials? Yeah. Um, You know, what? Four podcasts. You know, the Bert cast. Two bears, one cave. 
He's got um the Burr and Bill with Bill Burr. Something's burned. Like so, there's a lot of content out there, and I think if you watch, listen to all of that, yeah, there's there's shit you're gonna pick up that kind of will always enhance something like this. But if you don't, right? If you've never checked any of those things out. Hey, this is a good introduction, right? This will this will give you everything you need to know and will let you know, hey, do I want to delve deeper? Do I want to get into that other shit? And I imagine that you will. <laughs> I imagine that you will. So the second episode is Tough Love. Now, this is an interesting one because we had Nikki Glazier, who is... Always funny. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Which. That seemed like the odd. Addition. Right. Out of all the people on these. Episodes. There's two people that seemed like an odd addition. So Caitlyn Jenner. That was definitely an odd one. But it. You know what I mean. It was fine and all. Right. The only thing. With it was I think it's just the general shit you get with Caitlyn Jenner You know what I mean? Because I don't Like who cares Essentially You know You know like Bruce Jenner had a sex change Became Caitlyn Who cares Like live your life You know what I mean? But the one thing that always seems to happen is you get this weird narrative like, oh, Caitlyn Jenner's so brave. Caitlyn Jenner just, you know, says it as it is and all of this. And I'm just like, listen, as a, as a business person and all of that, fine, fine, fine. But... There's some hokey ass shit as well that never seems to really be addressed when it comes to like more mainstream kind of shit, right? Because it's just, I mean, she killed someone. She killed a fucking old woman, right? So there's that. But like the craziest thing is the whole... I don't believe in gay marriage, which just is baffling, right? So there's always this weird shit, but yeah, it, it kind of gets clouded and uh, yeah. But anyway, it was it was good though because we saw, I think we saw it like Bert and his dad interact and all of that shit. Now. Fortune Funster was also on that sh- episode. Only in the beginning, though, right? There was some, but there's some weird shit, right? And waxing your asshole—that's some weird ass shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but th- like, there is some stuff in here that you think, ah, was—is th- that? Staged 
right? There's some shit that, that you kind of think like, is that staged? I don't know. I hope it. I hope none of it was. Sometimes the conversations with Leanne seemed like I, I'm not necessarily staged, but she knew the information before the call, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because then, um, in the fourth episode, we have. Uh, we have Miss Pat, right? And so Liang calls Miss Pat, and it, it like it, you know, it just felt a bit like a conversation that was just had for the show rather than a real convert. You know what I mean? But eh, I know, I don't know. But yeah, like like we'll come back to the third, but the fourth episode, Jesus Christ. See that so this had the second odd choice of a guest. So we had uh, yeah, Miss Pat, Joe McHale, and Kaylee Kuko. And Kaylee Kuko didn't seem to fit. Now it was hilarious because Miss Pat ran her Red, oh my god, yo, it was just some, whoo, it was some cold shit, it was some cold shit, now, I mean, listen, right, because, I think, when, um, you know, she's getting introduced to everyone, like, Bert's like, yeah, she was on the Big Bang Theory, and Miss Pat's like, I don't watch that shit. And you're just like, oh, fuck. But it's funny, though. Because, you know what I mean? I think a lot of times you have people faking all of this shit. Like, oh, I love your show. Oh, it's incredible. You know, when you just think, you ain't watching their show. What the fuck are you talking about? Right? So, hey, getting to, to those real fucking react. That was jokes. And then... Oh, what was just raw is that Miss Pat, actually, you know what, I'm not going to tell you everything, you need to watch it, you need to watch it, just, you know, Kuko, oh, and she, she went home, whew, feeling battered, she went home feeling battered, for real, <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was it was a weird combination, but it it worked. It worked with that. But Miss Pat is just straight up funny, straight up funny, man. Watching her trying to fish, that just seemed like a crazy fucking. That was definitely a crazy thing to suggest that they do. Like you just thought that's not gonna work, but. That ain't gonna work. What the fuck are you doing, man? But, um, yeah, the third episode, that was a funny one. So we had Bobby Lee and Donnell Rawlings and shit. But I think Bert was naked in every fucking episode. Like, every episode, Bert just decided to get naked. And in this one, so did Bobby Lee. 
and Donnell walks in with them both being there, and you're just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh it's funny as fuck, it's just, just a hilarious, because you can see that Donnell is mad uncomfortable in a few of those situations, oh it was good, it was definitely a good one to, uh, good one to watch man, and Bert got a coffee enema, like, I don't know why the fuck he wanted to get a coffee enema. That just seems like ugh, some freaky ass crazy shit. Freaky ass crazy shit. Like, why do you want to get a coffee? Just, bro, oh, no. No, no, no. So, um, yeah, then the fifth episode, fifth episode had, um, Anthony Anderson, Dion Cole, who are both on Blackish. Um, oh, that episode's No Pain, No Gain. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like by the way, episode uh episode two was Tough Love. Episode three was release. Episode four was Fresh Perspective. Yes. And yeah, episode 5, No Pain, No Gain. And, and we also had um, Big J Okerson, who is always great. But it was a shame, because we didn't get that much Big J. You know, it was. I think it was mainly, like, Anderson and Cole talking and joking with Bert. And J was kind of a bit more in the background. Which is, you know... And like he wouldn't force anything, but and when he did say shit, it was funny as fuck. But yeah, it was just a shame that we didn't get as much Big J as you might have hoped. But um, yeah, again, some crazy. Like they did this um, wasn't massage. It was some weird ass shit. It was some weird ass shit, and everyone was making some weird ass noises. Yeah. It seemed kind of freaky. Um, well, so they they went, they did some B shit, which you just think, what the fuck are you doing? And um, yeah, and then what was it? Ah, oh, they tried to paint. They tried to do a painting that, uh, yeah, did not go um, didn't go well, but it was. It was funny as fuck. It was funny as fuck. Uh, yeah, it, it was a good way to, uh, you know what I mean, end things. And then we just see Bert go home and um, link up with Leanne again. So, yeah, yeah, it was just five episodes. They're, like, they're not overly long. They're about 25 minutes, which is fine, you know. Again, it's kind of like you've just brought it like, I wish these episodes were longer, right? Wish these episodes were longer, man. There's especially because, um, yeah, when you listen to the podcast, it sounds, yeah, they definitely cut a lot of stuff. So it's just like, ah, man, god damn it. But it, it's just, man, I, I watched these late at night when I couldn't sleep. And, yeah, just laughing so much. 
just thinking my neighbors must hate me so much, man. <laughs> but yeah, definitely worth giving it a go. Right, any fan of Chrysler, yo, they're just gonna be in stitches, they're gonna love it. And if you don't know Chrysler or anyone involved, hey, this is your perfect, uh, well, this is your gateway drug, people. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. They had um a, a dude come and roll cigars one episode. Yo, that was funny. That was funny. Uh, and in the fifth episode, they smoked cigars. And that was fucking hilarious, too. Man, yeah, there was just funny shit all the way through. Like, you, you, I don't, any episode is a disappointment. They're all just crazy. And they all do hit on, like, certain points. And you get to see them all... Trying different um, things Like, re, you know, there was the uh, Yeah, two different types of massage things um, Did sound therapy With the bowls Which does seem kind of hokey I don't even know Like the the crystal thing So yeah, we get to see them try Different shit I mean, the smash therapy, yeah, I mean, it's smash therapy, always looks ridiculously fun, you know what I mean, but, uh, yeah, people, people, if you're, you know, at loose ends, you want something to check, definitely, definitely go give the cabin some love. You know what I mean? You will be chuckling, laughing. You'll be in hysterics all the way through. I promise you, people. I promise you. This, yeah, this hits the spot for sure. A hundred percent. And Bert didn't fuck one dog. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, he had <laughs> he had his kids. He had his fucking kids on, and they just rinsed the shit out. <laughs> oh, oh fuck the cabin people. Ah. Oh. Watch the cabin. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, people, it is finally here. That is right. This week, I checked out Warlord, which is book 13. Book 13. In Bernard Cornwell's The Last Kingdom series uh, Which Yeah I do believe it did have A few other names Right I think um, The Saxon series Yeah I think that's what it was originally Called Right but then 
when uh yeah when the tv series came to well it was a bbc first wasn't it and then netflix picked it up but yeah i think originally it was called the saxon stories and uh yeah then it just um yeah they changed they changed it i don't know why really why but yeah they went with the last kingdom um yeah really um kind of a tangent no no real uh you know what i mean reason and uh yeah i'm sure no one really cares but uh yeah i i, I checked it out right uh so this was narrated by matt bates and um yeah the gist of the story is this the time has come the final book in the globally successful best-selling series is here after years fighting to reclaim his rightful home Uhtred of Bettenberg has returned to Northumbria with his loyal band of warriors and a new woman by his side his household is secure which I mean if you read the last book <laughs> you would have known that but yet Uhtred is far from safe Beyond the walls of his impenetrable fortress, a battle for power ranges. To the south, King Ethelstan has unified the three kingdoms of Wessex, Mercia and East Anglia. And now eyes a bigger prize. To the north, King Constantine and the other Scottish and Irish leaders seek to extend their borders and expand their dominion, dominion even. Caught in the eye of the storm is Uhtred. Um, yeah, is Uhtred. Threatened and bribed by all sides, he faces an impossible choice. Stay out of the struggle, risking his freedom. Or throw himself into the cauldron of war and the most terrible battle Britain has ever experienced. Only fate can decide the outcome. I mean, there's that and the fact that we, we you know, we now live in Ingaland. <laughs> so we kind of have an inkling of how this all went, right? Which, um, yeah, I kind of feel that is one. Um, it's always an issue with with things such as this, because you kind of know where things are going, right? You, you know what I mean? We know what the final outcome was. So when there's certain situations that are just like, oh, maybe, oh, maybe the Irish took over. And like, you just be like, meh, well, they didn't. <laughs> like, at no point did they. So, yeah, everything is fine. Right, I know where this situation is going to lead, you know, uh, which, yeah, is one issue. Um, I also kind of think 13 books is a, it's a long ass go, right? And uh, I forget what, because, you know, the first lot of books were really frigging good. Like, I did 
really enjoy this series. Now, the way it's finished, it's fine. It's okay, right? But you definitely think the quality has, you know, it's it slipped down to okay from being really good, right? And I think that's just an issue of it. I think when I talked about the last book, right, it was okay, you know? I think, um, you know, Sword of Kings, it was fine. But I think in that book, we faced the same issue of a, a lot of situations. Like, you can see where they're going, right? You know what the outcome is going to be. And it just kind of feels that you're, you know, you're just walking through these certain situations just so there's a book. Right, the actual, you kind of look at it and think, was there an actual need? You know, now, I think one real interesting thing comes at the very end when uh, Cornwell he goes over the um, like the research, right? So you actually find out, oh. So, oh, that battle was real, and that incident was real. So there's a lot of things that were actually factually correct. And that's really interesting, you know? So, yeah, as, as a final piece, it does fit historically, you know? But I think, yeah, it was just a bit of a long trek to get there you know i i I, yeah i forget maybe book nine was the last like real good one but i think this isn't a bad story right it's not a bad story it's well written right you i think you just kind of um yeah you just as i said look you you know that these sticky situations, you know, they're going to get resolved. We're going to find a way out. So that's, that's the main, that's the main issue, really. That there's no, there's no real sense of peril. There's no real sense of concern, right? We, which does, you know, it, it, yeah, you're, you're kind of, it's hard to be fully gripped, you know? It, yeah, it's just hard to be fully, you know, enthralled by it all. Now, we do get, um, like, some old faces kind of return, which is, you know, it's a little nod back. And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, they, they were last in that book. Oh, yeah, that was fun. So that's kind of, you know, nice. It's good. It ties things all together and everything like that. So, um, yeah. There is a there is a situation in the book that you definitely see coming. Like, towards the end. Right? With the way everything kind of works out. And you're just like, okay. Well, it definitely can't, you know end on this one note so they're gonna do that and that's what happens and you're like okay all right it's fine though 
it's fine so i would say you know the ending of the book it does tie everything up nicely you know so that was good um so yeah there there is a closure right once you do finish um warlord you just say okay yeah 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 that that's cool right so we know all right so from this event we then go into that and then that's kind of it right so yeah it, it, it's good to know from uh you know that factual point of view um and it does a trick so i think look if you've read all the other books yeah you'll probably want to check this one out you know like for for me the last two books were kind of i did them because they were the last two right so you're just like all right i might as well i've, I've done all the others so I'll, I'll hit these and yeah though i do you know as i've said look they they're not spectacular but you don't finish them and go ugh i'm never getting that time back like they're enjoyable for what they are so yeah if, if you've done all the others you'll want to do um you want to do warlord and um you'll feel satisfied with the uh, with the conclusion you know so uh yeah, I think Bates does a great job with the narration. He helps bring it all to life. So, um, yeah, what we have with book thirteen is, uh, a, you know, it's a it's a nice farewell to Uhtred and, um, you know, our other our other fearless characters in the story. So, Finland. You know, and a few of the other crew. So, uh, yeah, it does the trick and it puts the nail into Bettenberg. You know, so, uh, England is formed. Ta-da! But, uh, yeah, you know, you can get it on um, Audible, which I did. Uh, I, I did see, look, it's out in the States. I realize you don't have it yet, but it will be with you on the 20th of November. So, um, what, that's probably Black Friday-ish, right? You'll be able to pick it up. Well, you know, if not, when that comes around. So, <laughs> so yeah, enjoy, people. Yeah, Warlord, book 13. Okay, people, so we are drawing to the end of another episode but before we do let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of tv so um yeah i thought this was uh interesting all right um well it ended a while back but showtime they want to bring back Dexter. That is right. Now, it, it supposedly it's just a limited series, so it, it, it's not going to be like a, a curb your infuri a curb your infuriasm 
Oh my days, a Curb Your Enthusiasm, where it just picks up with a new season, blah, blah, blah. No, this is a 10-episode limited series. Um, So, yeah, Michael C. Hall, he's returning. It's going to be showrun by... um, you know, the former series showrunner Clyde Phillips They're going to shoot Early next year With um, the hope of actually You know, I guess if Everything stays You know, without Shutdowns and whatnot, Then it will um, Air later next year So that's the idea Now What Phillips said Right, that This isn't going to be a ninth season This is just an opportunity To write a second finale for the show Right? So basically I think everyone hated the last season I'm on season three (laughs) Yeah, I didn't finish it Um it was just fucking depressing Right, so I was just saying like oh, I'll finish it later and I just Haven't got round to it yet But yeah, so word is Everyone hated the ending So this is Their opportunity To end it the right way So uh, Yeah, he's saying they're not Gonna forget about anything That happened in the previous eight Seasons you know, they're just going to, uh, yeah, end it differently, which is a little bit of a cop out, but meh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, right? I mean, it was ten years ago, so Michael C. Clark, he's, he, you know, he's going to look older, but supposedly it's picking up. Right where season 8 finished So uh, Yeah I wonder how they're going to address The aging But I don't know we will see Right But uh, yeah that's happening Now another show That they're looking to bring back Now this one It ended a lot um, Years before Dexter So uh, Does anyone remember New York Undercover Yeah It was back in the the mid 90s Um, I think it was on Fox in the States In the UK I believe it was on Channel 4 It was from Dick Wolf And it was corny as a motherfucker (laughs) So it was supposedly the first show To have You know Two non-white leads Which yeah That's definitely big It was just Not very good It was very on the nose Right that was always the thing that frustrated me Because you'd have it like um, One of them Would do something Or get into a situation The other one would oppose it And then at the end they'd be friends again, you know what I mean, it was just, ugh, just so fucking corny, and it was frustrating as a motherfucker, but yeah, they are bringing it back, now this is the weird thing about it, right, 
they're saying that um, it, it's going to pick up uh, like years later, right? I, which is just a bit like, wait, what? I don't quite get it. it it's an odd, because they're supposedly re-examining what happened in the previous show So it's going to be 20 years after the last episode Which is a bit like, okay, so Are you having the kids of those officers Or are they going to reprise their roles as older people Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? It's an odd one So, um Anya Floyd Davis is uh, gonna produce it and um, yeah, be the sh- be the uh, showrunner. So um, yeah, I don't know. We will see what the fuck they do with that. Okay, so um, this is an interesting one. Like John Stewart, you know, he left the Daily Show. But um, he's coming back, which is a bit of a shame, I feel, right? So he signed a um, multi-year deal with Apple, and um, yeah, he's going to serve as an anchor for a new original current affairs series. So I think he signed a, a larger deal with Apple. Right, that will kind of encompass more, but part of the whole thing was he do this show, right? So yeah, he he's doing this new show. It's gonna be an hour long, um, but it's gonna be tackling single topics each episode. So uh, yeah. I don't know It's not weekly As well Right, so that's the other thing It's gonna be um, I don't know, they're saying It will be release Release episodes at regular Intervals Which is like, huh? But I guess if you're just hitting Topics That are topical You know it doesn't, yeah, you just bring it out when something seems fitting, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Um, I think they're doing a companion podcast as well. I, I just wish, I think it would have been better for him to do something like, uh, you know, the Rogan experience. Just have the freedom to do whatever the fuck he wanted Rather than have the confines of a studio You know But I don't know We'll see what happens So um, Seth Rogen and Rose Bryan They're teaming up with Nick Stoller For a, uh, a new Apple series called Platonic so it's going to be a half hour comedy thing, right? Now, it actually doesn't sound too bad, right? So basically, it's meant to be exploring the inner workings of platonic friendship. 
as a pair of former best friends who met in their youth reconnect as adults and try to mend a rift that led to their falling out as their friendship becomes more consuming it destabilizes their lives and causes them to reevaluate their choices so it's going to be 10 episodes um now yeah it sounds like it could be interesting it could be fun i just hope though that they don't kind of end it with them getting together Right, if, you, if you're going to have this thing about friendship Have it about friendship And, you know what I mean, just don't have them end up hooking up Which is just a bit played out and boring You know what I mean? But yeah, we will see Okay, so um, Now, this, this is interesting Right, so um. If anyone remembers Ginger Snaps, it was a Canadian werewolf film that I knew spawned a sequel, but supposedly there was three. I think I missed the third. Um, but yeah, they are reimagining it for TV. Right, so Anna. See you, Yaba is gonna write the series. Um, and uh, yeah, John Fawcett, you know, who uh, co created and directed the original, you know, he's uh, coming on board to uh, executive produce. So, uh, you know. That's that might help because I I really liked the first film. I I remember thinking the sequel was a bit mm, odd, but yeah, I remember the first being very good. So uh, yeah, I'd be interested in that. Um, stars have uh, set the tenth of January next year as um. When the third season of American Gods will be hitting So, uh, yeah, we have that to look forward to I still haven't watched the second season But, yeah, I really enjoyed the first You know, so, uh, yeah, that is good <coughs> And, um, yeah, let's get to a bit of Netflix news So, um yeah, next year, you're, you know, we're going to be getting a um, anime series based on Pacific Rim. So it's called Pacific Rim the Black, right? Um, which is interesting. I knew nothing about this. So, you know, we're going to have... Uh, you know, the Jaggers, they're gonna be back. Um, so we're getting some teen siblings piloting an abandoned Jagger. I think that's the whole gist of this. But uh, yeah, I don't know. As long as it doesn't do that cutesy bullshit that we get in some. Uh, you know, anime. It could be, it could be something. 
so, um, also, uh, we're getting Archive 81. So, um, there, it, it, it's an adaptation of a found footage horror podcast. Which, um, yeah, I don't know how the fuck that works, but, um, yeah, they're making a show about it. Uh, so, I don't know, we'll, we will see. Um, now, the interesting stuff from Netflix for me is, um, so, the Kamishki method, that wasn't bad, right? Uh, but Alan Arkin, he's not coming back for the third season, but they have just got Kaplan Turner to come on board as the co-lead, right, so, um, I mean, that's interesting, you know, because she was with, um, Michael Douglas in the, those, um, I don't know, he had a trilogy, right, you know, Romance in the Stone, Jewel of the Nile, I think War of the Roses, they, I feel they were connected in some way, but yeah, so she's coming on board, I don't know how they're going to um, insert, you know, her into it, but um, yeah, I don't know, there we go, so that answers the question of what the fuck are they going to be doing with all of that, um, some other stuff, so Narcos Mexico, that's getting a third season, so, um, I feel a lot of people will be happy about that. They're saying that it's going to be a, uh, a changing of a guard, but we're also going to see some familiar faces, um, you know, come on board. It's subtitled, so I have not seen that. Um, now, New Year's Day, people... That is when the final season of Sabrina is, what, New Year's Eve. That's when the uh, final season of uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina will hit. So it's eight episodes. And yeah, it's going to be interesting how this goes because I think it got cancelled after they filmed this. So, I, I, from what I remember, it doesn't have a definitive ending. And I think the word is they're going to um, they're going to be doing a comic book series or something to uh, really finish it off. But um, I don't know. We will see what happens on the thirty first of December. Uh, yeah, when that all hits, right? Um, now this is a little interesting right so they tried it with uh, a film which you know was not good right but netflix you know they've teamed up with ubisoft and they're making a live action assassin's creed series 
Yeah. Um, now, they've signed a bigger deal, though, right? So they're saying that um, the series is just the first part of the, the whole thing. Right, um, and they're also gonna be doing an animated and anime series tie-in as well, which I don't know. An interesting, like, because if you're doing animated, do you need anime as well? Hmm, I don't know. Right, uh, we will see. It doesn't really seem like there's a lot of uh, details. But, um, I don't know. I think, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. But I think there's a a new game coming, right? I think it's Valhalla. So maybe that will um, tie into some things. But only time will tell, people. Only time will tell. Now, let us end with this. So, um, you know. Marvel TV, which is now under uh, Marvel Studios, right? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, well, um, we've lost sound. But anyway, people, uh, so Mohammed Diab has been tapped to direct Moon Knight. Right, so this is the new uh, Marvel Studios series that will be hitting a Disney Plus, you know, along with the likes of WandaVision that we're getting in December, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. So, yeah, Jeremy Slater is... um, You know, he's overseeing things. He's also going to be leading the writer's room. Um, And interestingly enough, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Oscar Isaac is going to be playing the one and only Mark Spector. Right. So he was an ex-Marine. He became a mercenary. And then he became, um, you know, gosh, I forget the name of the Egyptian god. But he became, yeah, her servant, you know. And, uh, yeah, a crime fighter. But he's got multiple personalities. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I find that. Interesting, and it's always nice to get different voices, right? So, um, you know, Habib Diab is an Egyptian filmmaker. You know, he did previously Clash and Cairo 678. So, um, yeah, we're getting some, you know, a different lot of directors hitting, you know, the Marvel shit. And, hey, I'm all about that. But people... Um, yeah, let's bring this shit to a close. It's weird not having any sound. But, uh, people, we will see you again next week. All right? Peace.